Yo, welcome back to the Take Two Podcast. My name is Kaylee, and today we've got some awesome guests with us. Um, Aiden Lapp is back on for the third time. Yo. First three-peat Let's guy, go. so it's super awesome. Um, it's always a pleasure having you on here. And then we've got Grace Heisman. She's a freshman. It's her first time on the podcast, and she's filled with wisdom, so this should be pretty good. Um, I'm going to let them go ahead and share something about themselves. Uh, I'll go first. Um, so you guys probably know me, but um, my birthday is tomorrow, April 5th. Turned 22, Taylor Swift year. And I just watched Rocky 1 through 4 for the first time. <laughs> and I'm sorry if you're my friend because I've been talking in an accent. But, but yeah, that's, uh, that's me. How you doing, you know? <laughs> uh, wow. I've never seen Rocky, but I've been told I need to. <gasps> yeah, Aiden's told me I need to. Guys, come on. <laughs> Well, um, I, I, my name is Grace. Um, I'm a freshman. I uh, don't really have anything crazy. Uh, Aiden's telling me to say I run, so I run a lot. I do triathlons. Um, I like to think that um, since I can't be the best at one sport, I can be mediocre at three, and that makes me feel feel pretty good inside. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, time out. You are a you're a beast at triathlon. That's all I'm gonna say. Humble. I get it. Uh, I don't know. Uh, these, I don't know. Well, we'll see. <laughs> also hype up Grace in another way. She's a super talented musician. Oh. What? <laughs> Let's go. I didn't know that. <laughs> Are you serious? Or is that a joke? Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah. Dude. What's talent, right? <laughs> you need to see her play piano sometime. Uh, teach me. Hello. Come on. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Dang. I, I didn't know that. <laughs> this uh, episode's just going to turn into us hyping up <laughs> Grace. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so, mm-hmm. this week, um, Lance brought just a super awesome message to Team yeah. W. This dude did awesome. It's only his yeah. second yeah. time, like he did okay, you know, preaching, and it was just like he just like raised the bar. It was really mm-hmm. good. Um, and so we're in our distracted series, and Lance talked to us about good interruptions and pretty much why like we need to have space in our schedule to be interrupted and the good things that happen from that. And he said like 12 times during his message, (laughs) ministry happens in the interruptions, (laughs) which is so true. Like being a minister, like I see that, but even like as a student Mm -hmm. and like just seeking to minister to the people around me, like I remember thinking that too. So that's what we're diving into today is we're going to talk all about good interruptions and how to make our schedules flexible for that. Oof. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I guess, like, the first thing um, that we should dive into is, like, by having really packed schedules, like, what is, like, that obviously limits us from interruptions being able to happen. And so what does, like, what's the downfall of having a packed schedule then? Like, what's the downfall of missing out on good interruptions? I think, like, you think of Jesus, and he had a mission, he had a plan, and I think some of us fail to realize that some of that plan was to allow for interruptions to occur. And so I think when we have our schedule to be too packed or too full, we miss out on ministry, just like Lance said. We miss out on healing people, on loving people. And I think even, like, when my schedule's too busy— I think even miss out on even like having yourself be interrupted by the Lord. And Mm -hmm. so 
I think you miss out on quite a bit. Yeah, for sure. I um, when I heard this, I thought of a thing we talked about in our motor learning class, and um, uh, a point our teacher made, like in terms of how we learn, um, from like our brains and connecting our muscles, is that repetition doesn't equal linear learning. So, even if you do the same thing over and over and beat it down, like you're not going to progressively learn more and more equal for like doing that over and over. And I think that kind of shows like in your life, like you can't just do the same things in life if you want to learn something new. You have to allow like that flexibility for those interruptions. Yeah. I really like, I like what you said about like even allowing the Lord to interrupt. Mm -hmm. Lane's talked a lot about people, which like, Heck yeah, we're yeah. going to dive deeper into that. But let's, like, talk about that for a moment. Like, And, Grace, I think that's part of what you're going to also mm-hmm. is, like, if we just do the same thing every day, it's just routine, mundane. Yeah. Where is, where is there room for those things to happen? And so mm-hmm. I don't, what do you guys see in those in that? Yeah, so I think, I mean, I can only speak for myself because, I mean, like I do, I'm in a lot of, like, like, I'm in a reading group, you know, track, cross-country. I, I have a part-time job at Legends, you know, uh, plug. <laughs> but um, <laughs> like, go, go to Legends. Great customer service. Thank you, Grace. Um, but, um, but yeah, I, I always feel like, I guess, like, for, like, a long time, I think I went through this, like, the spiritual desert because I wasn't giving myself that time to be interrupted by the Lord. And so, like, I was still had those, like, disciplines of, like, journaling and accountability groups and all this stuff, but, like, that, like, spontaneous, like, fire that Jesus has for us, I just missed out on it a couple times because I was too busy, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah, but now I think it's safe to say I allow, like, my schedule's more open, and even at work I get interrupted by people like Grace who, <laughs> you know, speak about the Lord and stuff, and so, yeah, yeah. That's been my experience with it. Yeah, like, for sure. Um, I was actually just talking with someone um, about, like, when you schedule meetings, like, back-to-back, and it always happens. I'm, I'm a talker, so I always <laughs> end up talking and talking, and then you get off-topic and these tangents, and then mm-hmm. you're 15 minutes late for the next meeting, and then you're 15 minutes late for the next thing and the next thing, and it keeps going, and... But, like, if you stop to, like, look at those, like, 15 minutes that you spent going over and talking and, like, how great that conversation was and needed, like, it doesn't take away from the next mm-hmm. thing that was happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I've definitely, I've started to leave white space in between meetings where, like, I try to leave a 30-minute buffer. Because, yeah. Grace, I've yeah. definitely done that to you. Oh, yeah, where I, I do that for like you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I'm going to actually be, like, 30 minutes late. I'm really sorry, but... Like, when something's good, it's, like, I don't want to rush yeah. out of this, like, present mm-hmm. moment. But then I am, like, behind for the next moment for me to be present in. And so I've been trying to leave white space in between the things that I schedule. Which, like, yeah. it's hard to do in different places of life. Like, obviously, you can't just schedule all your classes that way. But mm-hmm. the things outside of that can be scheduled differently. I think at TNW, you and me discuss this kind of, of where, like, um, like, you know when someone's, like, talking to you and like you need like their guidance or just to be there for you you can kind of feel when they're not like there or they're not allowing you to be um allowing you to interrupt them and so it's like it it sucks like having that feeling but you understand so i always try like um let's try and like be present in that moment to be Mm -hmm. to be interrupted but man it's tough it's tough so yeah yeah Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And I think um, something that, like, I really, like, is always really good in, like, allowing space to be, like, interrupted by the Lord is, like, is that white space that we're, like, mm-hmm. all kind of talking about is, like, like, when I have, like, white space in my calendar and then it's, like, and I'm, like, okay, I didn't use up that 30 <laughs> minutes in between meetings. Like, uh, now what do I do? Like, yeah. that becomes, like, some of the best place for, like, God to just like casually speak into my life mm-hmm. and like the day to day things. Like there are other places where like I'm intentional and like in solitude and silence or meditating on something where like those are more intentional moments, but yeah. like just from like those mundane moments to be more than mundane. Yeah. It's like that little space. Mm-hmm. It's almost like it's more like it's almost like a like a, a love story, like like a love movie because <laughs> it's spontaneous and it's like you know, it kind of comes out of nowhere. I think every time when those, like that white space happens, I feel like I always hear the Lord speaking to me some in some way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And I feel like Kaylee, as a, like a campus minister, I feel like you guys, like I was talking to Lance, you guys are so busy, like all the time. And so I admire you guys just, you know, to even have white space, you know? So. Yeah. Depends on the part of the school year. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like fall is pretty, like fall and then late spring is pretty crazy for you guys. This year has felt the opposite, to be completely honest. Oh, like wow. October is always really crazy. Like I will say, like there are parts of fall that are just nuts. <laughs> but like <laughs> this semester, like this is the first time that I've been like, I I have like extended white space. Like like wow. I'm intentional about trying to keep white space in other places, but this semester has just been like so much stuff like yeah. winter retreat and like just yeah. different things that like like I don't teach a workshop at every winter retreat but this year I had like I had to prepare for a workshop and it was like mm-hmm. here's more things and yeah just the way things added up it was different yeah. so Dang. yeah I don't know it depends it changes all the time which is kind of nice right it's part of the, oh yeah, it's yeah part of the reason why I love it too yeah. is like it's just not always the same keeps you on your feet <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely but um, let's go ahead. So, um, sorry, I'm going to look through my questions real fast. So to like, we're talking about how good this white space is mm-hmm. and like why we should have it and be interrupted by the Lord, be interrupted by people and like allowing room for those things to happen. How do we get, how, how do we get to that point of like creating white space in our calendar though? Yeah, I I think of Lance and what he said, where he was like, you kind of analyze like what's life-giving and what's life-draining in your schedule, and then um, kind of take out what you need to, and then just really just make time, make time f- to have time. <laughs> I guess you could say make time for the white space. And like, um, and it's okay to say no to some things. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like, for example, I was in a warpath group and I was leading a warpath group. And I was also leading a conquer group. And so it was kind of just like, okay, I like, I'm getting the same kind of like ministry opportunity. And so I kind of need to say no to a couple of things. And then in doing that, the quality of me being present with um, the group I was leading, you know, it almost like doubled. Like it, mm-hmm. it was, I wasn't as tired and it wasn't as like, I guess like, you know, like, r- 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 sorry, as like, um, as mundane as you were saying, because I was like learning the same thing, but then it wasn't like, wasn't sticking. And so when mm-hmm. I was, I said no to those things, it was kind of like, um, like a blessing. So I guess say no to what you can and then that will open up your schedule. So 
Yeah, like I am such a people pleaser. I'm like, <laughs> I'm also partial. That's my personality. I love being around, and surround myself with all these people I love. And I really liked how you said, like, you felt like you were getting the same type of ministry being a leader in those two um mm-hmm. different things, and like realizing and recognizing that you need to diversify like the type of ministry you're receiving and pouring out and like how much more fruitful that is when you have a diversity and like, I'm still going to get to see my friends around and it doesn't have to always be in this um, group. And like, I liked how, um, I think it was Lance said at TNW, like you can't just throw a Bible study at everything. (laughs) It's (laughs) like, (laughs) like I can just enjoy hang out with my friends and then like I can have, great conversation with other people yeah. and find different forms of ministry and it doesn't just have to be in mm-hmm. your typical bible study so that that really stuck out to me yeah hmm. what do you think kaylee i was like gonna ask you guys a question like related to kind of what i was thinking but like the life-giving and life-draining thing is really what stands out to me a lot and mm-hmm. like like Lance used the phrase trimming the fat and like <laughs> that's something like him and him and Greg have talked about. And so Greg being a, a mentor for both of us, like I hear that a lot from Greg yeah. too. Like sometimes you just got to like trim some things back out of your life. And, and that's not saying like cut all these good things out, mm-hmm. but it, it's like, I, there's like this point, like if you think of like, an, the you know, the phrase like tip of the iceberg, it's yeah. like, there's this point where like, I say yes to too many good things. And that was the tip of the iceberg that just made all of those things way less good. Like, and like, they're not bad, but they're not doing what they should be doing in my Mm -hmm. life and other people's lives because I said yes to too much, too many good things. And so it's like figuring out what that tipping point Mm -hmm. is, is really like, and sometimes you have to like wait until everything tips over and then you're like, all right, now which one of these, like which of these things are actually giving me life and which one of them are actually draining me of life? Because then you know how to get it flipped back over (laughs) and back to where it needed to be. Yeah, that was very well said. Um, But yeah, my question I wanted to ask you guys about like life-giving, life-draining, like how would you guys define those two things? Like those are words (laughs) we're going to probably keep throwing out. Um, Dang, that's a tough question. (laughs) Because, like you said, yeah. a lot of those things that um, that are in our schedule, especially as you know, like Christian people, we do a lot of good, and um, so it's tough to say. It's tough to sometimes recognize what is life giving, life draining, until it tips over, like you said. Dang. Um, most recent example for me is when you know last semester I was doing like so much, and I noticed like. So I was in res life. I'm still I'm still an RA, but I mean like like late last semester, I was so involved with my like residents. And then I got into more groups and like track started, like the indoor season started, and I noticed that I started kind of slacking in my res life like res life um, responsibilities. And so um, like I would even like miss on calls or like um, I couldn't stay up that late because of practice. And so like I had to kind of say no to being an RA for a while. But, yeah, I just don't know. I, I, don't, I don't have an answer because it's so hard to recognize in the moment what's life-giving and life-draining because you need a balance of, you know, receiving and pouring out. So mm-hmm. I think I'm still trying to learn in this season. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely think that's something we're always definitely continuously learning. But, um. Mm. I was actually kind of just thinking today even, um, like, the last couple of weeks have been great. I feel like I've just been doing, like, 
been like listening well, been pulling out well. Um, yeah. And then today I was just kind of like, I'm just getting snappy at people. And I know like <laughs> that can happen, stresses <laughs> on life, moods and all that. But like I'm not very like a snappy person, I don't think. I, I don't know, hopefully, I hope not. But um, I've just like silently, I think I've been keeping it under control. But um, I've just not necessarily just been like satisfied with who I am. And I'm like, I just want to be somewhere else. And I don't know where it is. But um, but just taking like some time like away, just quietly away from people for me personally. Um, I just like find that like the reflection like mm. it's definitely like you said Aiden like once it's toppled over that's the easiest way to see it and um <laughs> it's like it's hiding behind that wall and you just had to like knock it down first but yeah. um and then I just was like I just need to be like patient I just like well, you just gotta ask God like hey, Slow down. like I don't even necessarily need to know yeah. why I felt disconnected mm-hmm. but just be like okay God this happened I didn't necessarily like you know do these things so well I could have been better here but it's time to like turn around, give up the rest, like the rest of this day to you, God. And I think that just in itself can really make things less draining and more giving. And so, like, yeah, like you said, you yeah. it's so hard to see until it's done. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. just like committing yourself to like refocusing like, over and over, whether it's daily or like weekly. Yeah, and I think what you're describing there is almost slowing down and reflecting on like your you know past week or your day because. I think when you're moody, like, of course that's going to happen. But if it's a consistent, like, uncomfortable with what you're doing or who you are or, like, you're snappy to people, I think it's a symptom of just not having enough time with the Lord and having enough time of that white space for him to interrupt your day. Um, I definitely felt that, like, last winter. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I think slowing down and praying ab- about each thing. Um, so... I guess, like, one thing that I noticed when you were talking, Grace, is that, like, life training for me is usually in the world. Like, when, um, like, I'll watch YouTube videos. Like, I love UFC and stuff and, like, boxing. Of course, Rocky. And, and like, <laughs> sometimes that can become, like, somewhat of an idol or I put too much time towards it. And so, like, that spiritual discomfort is a clear sign of, oh, this is kind of, like, draining me, you know? And so... um go back to the life-giving things of, you know, God's people and the Lord himself and his word. And so that's how I think I'm, I'm a very, like, like a feel kind of guy, right? I just kind of go mm-hmm. by feel sometimes. So that's one way that I have been able to discern. Yeah. And I, I think something, like, you're both saying this, like, sometimes you just don't know until everything topples over. Mm-hmm. And, and I think when we keep our priorities in front of us, and so, like, that's what Travis talked about last week is, like, we have our, our priorities in front of us, and it's, like, I'm living within my priorities. I know, like, I know I want my relationship with God first, and then my family, and my friends, or yeah. school, and, like, whatever that shakes out to for you personally. It's, like, when you're living within that, I think it's okay to push your limits. Like, as oh, long as yeah. your priorities are maintaining the same, like, you're not, like, making something an idol, you're not putting something over something that shouldn't be put over it's okay to push your limits and figure out where that mm-hmm. actually is. Like how much white space do I actually need? Cause it looks different for me than it does both of you. <laughs> and yeah. so it's like when we live in that way and we push our limits and then things might topple over and then we go, okay, God, what was too much? And then, yeah. we, then that's the thing you cut yeah. back on. You're like, okay, now I know, like now I know if I say yes to one more thing like this, 
it's going to be life draining. And so if I want to say yes to this, then something else has got to go. Yeah. And it's like learning. And that's mm-hmm. going to change every season of our life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're always going to be learning what that is. But sometimes like you got to push the limit a little bit and find out what it actually is. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. You can't be afraid to fall. Like, yeah, it's going to yeah. happen. Yeah. yeah. And that's like something that I've been like, just kind of really like has resonated with me recently is like, we're so scared of like failure. Oh, and like th- that's a little bit like of a different rabbit hole, but like I think that's with our schedules too. Like we're so scared scared of like failing somebody, and it's like, dude, God is so much bigger mm-hmm. than whatever we could screw up. That like yeah. if I say yes to too many things, and then I need to s- turn around and say no, like there's gonna be grace in that. Yeah, it yeah. might maybe it'll be a little tense, and like you might have to deal with some conflict, <laughs> and we're also scared of those things. But like, it's okay to quote yeah. unquote fail at times. Like to make a mistake. Th- that's yeah. how we how we grow. That's how we get better. That's how we learn about ourselves. And yeah. Like that's how other people learn. And yeah. And I think we forget that like God is with you all the time. You don't have to be succeeding in life according to our standards yes. for God to still mm-hmm. be there for you. Like he wants you to fall sometimes so that he can pick you up. Like he's waiting there, right yeah. there to pick you up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. Dang, that's good, y'all. That's, that's, <laughs> that was very well said. trying to think if I had anything else to add to that. Probably it's not. I probably should just leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about like a personal example, like of learning something mm-hmm. like, and this has been something that's like taken me, you know, a couple of years to learn, but like, I love like serving on the worship team. Like I love leading worship. Like yeah. that is like one of the most life giving things to me. Um, and like, I get to do it personally. I get to do it within CCH, like, and I just love it. And so something that I've been learning is like that it does become draining when it like stacks up all together. Like mm-hmm. there have been times where I've like served every week somewhere and like, and that's like pretty rare, but like it just gets to be a lot because then what I've learned is like, it's life draining when I can't bring my like best to something. Yeah. And and so, like, when I stack up and I'm like, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna lead wor- – this is, a, like, last week example. Like, I'm going to lead worship at the women's retreat, and I'm going to lead wor- – and then I'm going to, like, play on Tuesday night, and then I'm going to attempt to play on a Sunday. And then mm-hmm. I was like, I can't, like, have all of these parts learned yeah. and, like, done well and done to, like, my, like, best ability if I say yes to everything. And yeah. then it's, like, overwhelming and draining. And so, like, I had to say no and, like – that was really hard because I love doing it so much and I hate turning mm-hmm. down those opportunities. Um, but yeah, I think like knowing when I can bring my best is really helpful and like yeah. me defining when something will be draining or not. Yeah. So speaking of that, of kind of saying no, it kind of reminded me of Lance's, um, his, his, uh, TNW, his sermon about how like when you say no to something, someone else will always be ready to take that, take that yoke. Right. Yeah. And so, like CCH for worship, like to use your example, um, like there are a lot of amazing musicians that God has blessed. And mm-hmm. so like, okay, when you say no, like someone else will step up and they have an example of serving and because okay, you, you already do so much. And I mean, mm-hmm. that one person can just, you know, play the guitar yeah. and it's like, and they're giving their best and you can do your best somewhere else. And then, you know, like maybe one day a week you go yeah. serve on the worship yeah. team. So yeah, definitely. Dang. Yeah, someone will, God will provide someone, mm-hmm. um, 
who will match or who who will be a good replacement, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to say that right way, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think that's like something like almost culturally that we've been taught. Like I feel like going to school for business, I was really like taught this. Like you never turn down an opportunity because like you don't know what that opportunity mm-hmm. could become. And like, and so I very much like I live that even like in ministry now too. And it's like, that's like, not necessarily like mm-hmm. true. Like there are opportunities where like, yeah, I can't say no to that. Like, um, but like the kind of what you were saying that Lance shared, but something that I think about is like, who could do that? Like who else is capable of doing this? Yeah. And like, if I can't think of somebody else that's capable, it's like, who can I like walk alongside and get them to yeah. the point of being capable? That way I don't have mm-hmm. to be the leader here. Mm-hmm. But, like, somebody else gets to step into that. Yeah. And, like, their growth in that is more important than me saying yes to something else that I already do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really feel like I have definitely experienced that <laughs> in the last week. But I think um, what's, like, really helped me, like, guide me through that is remembering that, like, I am a vessel. Like, mm-hmm. I am not, like, the actual, like, you know, like, source. ward, the source. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. God is the source. But I'm a vessel and, like... I'm honored and blessed, obviously, whenever that is me and, like, that's my job. But mm-hmm. when it's also not, like, sometimes it's, like, oh, I want to be the person that solves my friend's problems, you know, like, because they yeah. can always come to me. I want to be that person they can come to, but, um, like, it's not me solving their problems. It's yeah. just me being a tool um, to, like, equipped with that ability and, like, remembering that just because I don't have it in that moment doesn't mean I'm never going to have it again and not yeah. spiraling down into that whole thought like, oh, if I can't come up with the words one time, I'm never going to figure it out. Like, no, yeah. that's not true. Yeah. We've had so many interruptions. Get out of here, Michael Cruz. These <laughs> 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 <was> clowns. <laughs> Some wise guy, you know. It's so funny, like, for those of you listening, you like, we record in a glass booth, if you didn't know that. <laughs> and so people, and it's like the main hall van campus, so people walk by <laughs> yeah. all the time, and they wave, and they like, Make goofy faces. they want like our attention, <laughs> and like, my back's to them, so I never know what's going on. I just watch everyone else's faces react to the people behind yeah. me. I'll just want to shout out on the pod. But it's like super cool. Like, I love that mm-hmm. we're right here, and that people see us here. We're, allowed, we're like, so we're allowing ourselves to be interrupted by people. Yeah. There we go. That, yeah. And then like, so like, what is that? Is that a podcast? What is it about? Jesus. And then there you go. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. I forgot what we were talking about. We were talking about like when we say yes to everything, oh, yeah. like what we're taking away from other people's opportunity to say yes to something. Yeah. I kind of think of like, so like, like, you know, back to Warpath where it's like, um, so I was kind of like the only one that kind of stepped into that kind of ministry this year because I felt convicted. And um, another conquer group started um, this semester in spring, and I was, like, super worried because, like, I had a lot of groups going on in school and job, you know, whatever was going on. And I was like, God, can you just, like, I don't know, give, like, provide someone else to step into this new conquer group? And, um, like, the, like the, so, like, all semester – so all, like, late last semester, like, I couldn't think of anyone. I asked different people who had been in Cocker before, and they were too busy or they were too busy with a job or a sport. And then, like, it seems like the, like the same week, all three guys that I asked to lead the, the new Cocker group all said yes. And I was like, well, 
thanks. Thanks God, you know? So it's like, just ask and, um, be humble enough to say no and God will provide every time. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that was a blessing. That's so powerful. And then like humble enough to say no. Yeah. Whoa. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Said it, not taking it back. Boom. (laughs) But yep. Yeah. And I think that's like for like those of us that are like more natural leaders, that's really hard. Yeah. (laughs) And like, and that's really, I think the humility piece has Mm. to come in there is like, like, recognizing that point where like I can't do everything and like maybe I think I can do it better than other people like mm-hmm. my pride says that sometimes <laughs> and like, <laughs> but like I have to like leave room for other people mm-hmm. to step into those things and like trust that like God is like somebody else is like gifted to do this like mm-hmm. can't be the only one <laughs> yeah. and yeah it's hard <laughs> I definitely like a work in, prog- in progress mm-hmm. on that one. Yeah, we're always being transformed to be like Jesus, right? And mm-hmm. I, I think he had like the perfect balance of um, white space. And it's, and it's, you know, because I mean, he could have like, I guess it, like he en- entrusted and discipled that, you know, the apostles, the, the 12 disciples. And he was humble enough to invite people into his personal circle. And so I feel like we should probably do the same. And mm-hmm. so, like, he probably could have done it all, you know, in some way, because he is God, but he does, he delights in using us to, you know, bring him glory. So, when we say yes to everything, we kind of deny people the opportunity to um, serve and love. Yeah. So, yeah. Jesus' life is just, like, the coolest, like, I mean, obviously the coolest thing to me, but, like, I love, like, just reflecting on Mm -hmm. that. Like, the fact that he had people, and, like, he didn't need people, but he, like, knew we needed people. And (laughs) he's like, I'm going to show you that you need people, too. (laughs) And, like, yeah, yeah, it's just super cool to me. And, like, the moments where he was able to be interrupted, like, Lance shared so many with us, Mm -hmm. you know, like, the people that, like, just reached out to, like, touch his cloak knowing that that was going to like bring healing and like the people that just pleaded with him like all the time and they just went to him and went to him and went to him and he like told people no and they were like dude come on like yeah (laughs) and so he had those moments where where people could come into his life and interrupt him in whatever way but he also knew when he needed to not be interrupted yeah yeah and and like that's that's something sacred too. Like when he would go and pray. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And that's for like a reminder for me that my whole calendar can't be white space. Mm-hmm. Like I could, I think I could <laughs> live that way if I really wanted to because I love spontaneous things. Like people can just come interrupt me whenever I want. Yeah. But if I don't have like, if I don't have that time that's carved aside for other things, and I don't have that time that's carved aside for the Lord. What is my life then? Yeah. And I can't just like only have those interruptions, that space for interruptions. Mm-hmm. Like there needs to be sacred space that can't be interrupted too. Yes. And there's a difference in those. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. of Travis and his discipline of like waking up at like 630 every day or just a half hour before his whole family wakes up so he can spend that intimate 
time with the Lord. And I'm like, that's sacred. And then I think it's important for all of us to invest in that sacred time and hold that sacred so we can be a consistent, you know, overflow of Jesus's love. So yeah. like I found myself like a couple of days, like I'll get too busy or I'm too sleepy and I miss out on my time or the day is just too busy. And I know like it feels like this, like I feel uncomfortable spiritually. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to love people more. And so, yeah, that, that sacred time is so important. I can't express, I can't say that enough to my conquer guys. It's like you have to build that, you know, intimate place, that time with him. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I've been, um like, going through, like, my, like, um, I guess devotionals or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, the whole last week was talking about, like, disciplining yourself and, um, like, the ways Jesus acted, just as Kaylee was just saying, and, like, he he could balance that um, white space and that could be interrupted, but also had a sacred space. And like those are things you have to commit yourself and really mm-hmm. consciously like do that in your life. And um, like when you start to feel one of those taking over the other, you can definitely feel it um, and tell and like tell like okay, I need more free time for myself, or hey, I have too much free time. I need <laughs> to go out there and like be interacting with people and yeah. like. It's definitely a balance that, like, we're always struggling, um, mm-hmm. keeping, but just, like, being aware of that, like, mm-hmm. and realizing that you're filling your time, but it's a mix of both of those things. And it's not always going to be a 50-50 balance, too, is that's, like, it's constantly changing, too, depending on, like, who you're around and, like, where you are at right now and, like, recognizing that because it won't always be like, oh, I have three hours of free time today and the yeah. next day I have three. No, it's not always going to be the same. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, and I think that's what goes back to, like, priorities, too. It's like, if my priority is to spend time with the Lord, that's number one, then nothing else should be able to encroach on that. Mm-hmm. And that, and that's where, like, I think our priorities need to be the first thing that we worry about, and then we need to make white space. Yeah, <laughs> that's how you do it. If we do that the opposite direction, we're not going to be living <laughs> in our priorities. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. like... There are things that are really important to me, but I, you could be the first thing on the chopping block if you're not in my priority list. Yeah. So my priorities don't exist. My life is a mess. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, like Lord and family and school and yeah. Yep. Yeah. I was told the other day that um, <coughs> the fi- top five things in the order, um, God, family, friends, work, sorry, four things, so like the four pillars and the Ooh. order matters. Um and uh, obviously they're all very important, but like, yeah, priorities do matter and it's yeah. okay to say that and say that out loud and to tell people, Hey, I need to do this because those true friends and family are going to understand that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so a quote that Lance shared, um, on Tuesday, and this is a quote that I just like really love. Mm-hmm. Um, it's from a guy named brother Lawrence. And it's out of his book, The Practice of the Presence of God. Pretty sure I've talked about it on here before. It's like an 80-page book. Oh, wow. It's free. You can look up a PDF on Google. Like, I printed my own copy and, like, stapled it. And (laughs) (laughs) it made it look like a book. And somebody was like, and the funny thing is, is the PDF I used, like, has copies of, like, the book covers. And so I, like, put the book covers, like, on the right sides. 
And somebody was like, man, that book looks so cool. And I was like, it's literally printer paper and a couple of staples, <laughs> but whatever. It works. Oh, hey, I don't um, even know how to print in color, so it's <laughs> pretty cool. Yeah, use your trying money for that, for real. <laughs> um, um, but this book is super good, and, like, I highly recommend, like, everyone reading it. Um, he's just super wise, and I remember just, like, rereading pages because I would like he kind of reminded me of C.S. Lewis a little bit less confusing than C.S. Mm-hmm. Lewis can be, <laughs> but like that's yeah. like most people. Though, well, I was like, what did you just say? I was like, whatever it was was really profound, but I needed to sink deeper, and so I would like go back and read it again. Yeah. Um, but this quote from him, where I'm actually going with this, aside from hyping up this book, um, is God re- doesn't really expect that much from you. He just expects you to be present and obedient. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that has been like just such a good thing like remember like i feel like i have to remember that god knows i'm a human <laughs> yeah. and that yeah like he knows that i'm gonna screw things up and then i'm gonna make mm-hmm. mistakes or i'm gonna fail at times and like he's he's okay with all of that like he doesn't expect me to be perfect yeah and and like i think that's just like so good and that leads so much into like how we prioritize our lives, how we allow for interruptions to happen, and like remembering that this doesn't have to be some perfectly thought out plan, but it can be flexible and it can change, and yeah. those mistakes can happen, like we've talked about. Um, but the present and obedient thing, like that's what he does expect from us. Like he wants us to be present where we are, he wants us to be obedient to him. And so, in these moments where we like allow interruptions to happen, mm-hmm. how do we be present? And how do we be obedient? I found myself lately um, when I can so like recognize like oh man this is this is serious grace you have got to listen I'm like I I go first to pray and I just like it's something short and sweet and it's not like I get down and bow and this and that and I'll take a five <laughs> minute long prayer I'm going over every little detail I could possibly be listening to but it's just a quick okay God I'm here I'm present I'm ready speak mm-hmm. to me and that's it that's that's all you need and like. It's crazy yeah. how how much prayer can really just put your mind in the right place and set you up for yeah. like great time. Yeah, I think of like like I always I've been praying this prayer for so long and it's to take my thoughts captive. And so like when I'm being I'm doing homework or I'm reading or something and someone wants to talk to me, I'm like Jesus, take my thoughts captive yeah. to be in this moment. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it works so every good. single yeah. time because. Like, it just brings me peace and helps me center on this moment and helps me kind of step back from the mundane, you know, mm-hmm. activities of what I'm doing. So I think prayer is definitely a good step because it helps you center. And then, like, obedient-wise, like, I think um, I think of the Holy Spirit and how sometimes, like, when we're speaking to someone's life or we're being interrupted, um, we kind of hold back on things that we should say. But if you truly believe in what you say and you think it's right and and someone needs to hear it, I say um, be obedient and speak the truth. Mm-hmm. I found myself sometimes holding back the truth and not being obedient of sh- sharing my faith or uh, or just even loving someone. But So, yeah, but I think president and obedient are pretty similar as well. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I had something and I lost it. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> hey. 
Whatever. Were you not present when I, were, when I was talking? Uh, no, I was. That's what happened. Hello. I was present when you were talking, and I lost my thought. Yeah, okay, I, I think you have a point there. Where it's like you're too present. You know, yes. It's like, oh, like it's too invested. Because yeah, I was I like know. listening, and I was like, oh, I'll say that when he's like, and then I lost it because you were what you were saying was really good, and yeah. I so was listening. So. Well, I appreciate being present. Thank you. Hey, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Yeah. I think of like times where i have not been present and i just kind of like listen to people i don't respond it's like the phone is can be your best friend or your, or your worst friend and i think sometimes like i have to text someone but someone's talking to me it's like i, I haven't been present there or like even at, like at practice where it's like i'm running and like it's hard for me to like talk and like I'm not present when someone's talking to me or like people have like on like runs have like gotten pretty deep conversations. And it's like, I've, I remember times where I haven't been present and I kind of miss out on what they say. And I'm just like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm like, wait, what did they even say? Yeah. And so I've had, you know, to be humble and be like, wait, I'm sorry. I was not listening. Like, what did you say? And so but yeah, being present, mm-hmm. so good. Can mm-hmm. apply to so many things, whether it's, you know, the Lord or faith and school, sports. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Did you remember what you uh, what you wanted to say? I no. was trying to throw you a bone there. <laughs> no, the, whatever that was, I think is gone, which is fine. <laughs> um, based off of what you were just saying, mm-hmm. though, I had a different thought, and that's like, I. I recognize how my ability to be present and obedient is directly correlated with how I've been spending my time. Mm. And like Come when I somebody. when when my cup is full, it's like it's so easy to mm. be interrupted. It's so easy to just be like, yeah, whatever, this thing doesn't matter. Mm. That thought I just yep. had like mm. doesn't matter. Like whatever. God didn't need that to be said. And it was just like yeah. But, like, the health of my soul determines whether or not those things are even, like, things that cross my mind. And so, like, you said something about, like, hard truth earlier. And, like, sometimes it's hard to share the truth. But it's, like, if I'm in a really healthy place and I know that, like, I need to be obedient in that, it's so much easier for me to just be, like, God, I trust you. Yeah. And, and like, I'll let this this happen. I'll let you speak through me. It's easier to um, say it in a patient grace graceful a graceful loving way right yeah yeah and so yeah i can tell in the moment which this should be like a bigger like cue for me than it has been in the past but like when i'm not being present and i'm not being obedient it's like like some alarm should be sounding in my life that's like your soul is not okay like like, cups getting dangerously low (laughs) yeah i have a question for you guys so how are you doing right now with your soul and being present and obedient? I could start since I asked it. Like, I love Cindy to death. She works at the cafe here, and she's um, there every morning. And, like, I think I talked to you, Katie, about this at TNW, mm-hmm. how, yeah. like, like, there are days where I walk in there, and, like, I have that white space because I woke up early or I woke up on time. And, like... I don't have any class for or work for a couple hours and I can just speak to Cindy about her life and like we talk about God or I can sit with my teammates and talk about it. Mm-hmm. But like there are so many days where it's like I go in there and I avoid her or I avoid like people because um, I miss time with the Lord and 
like like you know anxiety comes in or it's like God, I don't know like I think you know the lack of presence and obedience when it's consistent is a symptom of you know you need some time with the Lord so I felt mm-hmm. that so I think currently my question I think currently I'm doing much better than I was um, but it's a consistent transformation and like constant tension I have to conquer in Jesus name so can so, you repeat what your question was? yeah I sorry. answered it in like a you know 200 page essay I'm sorry um, so <laughs> no, how, how are you dealing good. with being president and, and obedient mm-hmm. is it clear you need to um, you know I guess spend more time with the Lord to be have that overflow or is it like you're chilling like it's you're doing great you know yeah I my cup is in the process of being filled right now and which is like (laughs) (laughs) which like is a daily process but like Mm -hmm. if I go back let's let's say three weeks if I go back three weeks in my life like I think my cup was like dang near bone dry wow yeah. And, like, I didn't notice. That's real. That's, like, the scary thing. It's, like, I didn't, like, notice that until it was, like, empty. And I was, like, something got changed. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I'm yeah. not okay. Yeah. And um, these last couple of weeks have been just a lot of, like, extended time of, like, pursuing the Lord and mm-hmm. drawing near to him. And, like, Michael's message a few weeks ago, like, Fire. that spoke so yeah. deep to my soul. Okay. And, like... Then, like, Jordan, Ethan, and I talked on the podcast, and we talked about, like, being the one that wanders, and, like, and that's why I felt, like, I did not feel with the pack, and I was, like, I got this, like, long walk back with the Lord, and I got to, like, get my <laughs> life together, <laughs> and, yeah. like, and I, I brought that up to them on the podcast, and I was, like, because I had this, like, moment at TNWR, I was, like, that's not at all what God thinks of these moments, like, when we wander, like, mm-hmm. he's so excited, we get this one-on-one time walking back, and, wow. like, Dang. And so that's what the last couple of weeks has been. Has been this like one-on-one time with the Lord, like walking back, yeah, to the flock again, and it's been so good. Like my soul feels so much better. Like this past Sunday was like super restful for me, yeah. and like it was like, one of the first like restful Sundays I've had in a while, and. Like, I, man, I came into work Monday morning and I was like, I am thrilled to be here. <laughs> like, like I'm just ready for my week and like my yeah. whole week has felt different. And so I still feel like I'm in the process of being filled. Like, I don't think mm-hmm. I can just be like, my cup is like for sure full yeah. at this moment. Like there's still some big things that I'm like been processing over these like last couple of weeks, but, um, yeah, Dang, I feel I a f- lot better. I feel <laughs> you a hundred percent there. I guess, I mean, like the, like the beginning of spring semester, like my cup was bone dry, you know? But then, you know, like that long, like that one-on-one with the Lord was like, like when we wander and even when, like when we're in the pack, like he's still there and he's still a strong presence. But I feel like when we wander, we see him and feel him the most because it's a one-on-one. And I think is, I think we should, you know, have the faith that even though when we wander, <clears throat> we will, he will always bring us back always. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like I'm very similar season of life where it's like, um, I was dry, like my cup was dry, but now it's being filled quite a bit. So, yeah, yeah. I think that can be reflected too, like in the people you're around. Like mm-hmm. I personally, like, like 
I was I thought Aiden was awesome last semester. Don't get me wrong. He's always been <laughs> oh, awesome. Oh, I'm not awesome anymore. But like this semester he just like you just like have like such a brighter like I don't know, like energy about oh, you. And like obviously that can only come so from being like filled up with spirit, but like Damn. but like <laughs> it can be so seen sweet. around the people around you. So like you gotta like put yourself out there for people to like to like sh- say that back to like yeah, just like put it outwards first in order to realize it's happening and like that assurance there. Dang, Grace, you are wise. What the heck? <laughs> like, like, I, I always knew you were wise, but like I said, I'm glad you're on the podcast and have the ability to just share it. No, I was so hyped when I was like, oh, Aiden with me. Like, <laughs> let's go. Aiden, like, I don't know. I just got this way to like oh my gosh. make conversation go good. Speaking of interruptions, I think it was last semester. I think it was one of our first like cross country reading group meetings, and um, you were walking back, and I was walking back, and like I was planning to go to bed early and I imagine you were too or just to do homework after the meeting and we just talked for like 20 minutes on the way back just yeah. talking about God and like what the semester want, like we want the semester to look like and just how we're doing spiritually and that was like it felt like forever ago yeah but I thought about <laughs> that the moment Kaylee asked me to talk and I was like yeah she's probably up because Grace is going to be there and so you know one example of an interruption that God used for his for his and our good you know, dang, now look at us, <laughs> the besties, <laughs> yeah. I sold her some shoes yesterday, so. oh, yeah. nice, oh, pretty nice, pretty did you get sweet. a discount, yeah, yeah, let's go, <laughs> you, you checked me out, I hope you gave me a discount, <laughs> I did, yeah, <laughs> oh no, no, I thought Randy did, did he, yeah, oh yeah, he, he did. did, you checked everybody <laughs> okay. else out, yeah, 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 I would have gave you a half off discount. Oh, thanks. Don't tell Randy I said that. <laughs> Anyways, sorry. Sorry, right, Randy, if you listen to the pod, I paid full price for my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> well, he checked you out, so he would know. But yeah. next time, you know, next time when you go. Next time, I'll make sure I get it on the, on the register. There you go. No, I, so yesterday, I went into my shoes, and uh, I might have made Aiden, like, grab me, like, six different pairs of shoes to try. But yeah. That's but for sure me. Excellent <laughs> customer service right there. Thank you, Grace. No, it was like, like so speaking of work interruptions, like um, I work at Legends and it's like a shoe store and I'm a salesperson. So um, like, okay, so I know I think I should be in business, not engineering, but God, you, you, you're driving the wheel, but I, I just <laughs> love selling. It's like selling things and sales. And so like I've had multiple people come in, including Grace, who have just been like a light to me. And it's like this one lady came in like last week and we just talked about Jesus for like a half hour. And she tried on like one pair of shoes or two pairs of shoes. And we're just talking and sharing. And yesterday, this guy, I was kind of talking about CCH and God. And he, and he was like old. And he was so surprised to hear that like someone, you know, my age is seeking the Lord. So, but like those interruptions are like, ah, oh man, it's, it's so life-giving. And I'll never forget them, you yeah. know. Even like at the bank when I went to go cash my check from work, like um, the first day I felt the need to just, like interrupt her and ask her about her faith. I don't know. I don't know why. And so like immediately we got, we swapped phone numbers and like her and her husband, like they offered to, you know, I guess like minister to me in a way and like just, just mm-hmm. love me. And I was like, dude, like we're at the bank. You're a bank teller. Yeah. I just want money. But it's like the interruptions brought out so much fruit. So yeah. It's super cool. Mm-hmm. Grace, did you want to answer Aiden's question? Oh, dang, my bad. <laughs> oh, you might have to repeat it again for me. That's all right. Um, We've been 
How are you it's doing with uh, being present and obedient? Um, I think I've definitely, like, I really have felt like I have been. I think um, maybe in the last couple of days, I think I've realized that there's been some things where I could have been like, ooh, couldn't have over <laughs> there. Um, <laughs> I'm in the one of the Bama podcast groups. Plug, yes. plug for the podcast. Everybody cool. listen to Bama. It's awesome. Um, but we, we've been going through the prophets and each prophet is associated with like a word and image and idea. And, um, uh, one we just listened to is called, uh, I'm gonna pronounce it wrong. Lance, I'm sorry. Uh, Teshuva. It means repent. Um, Shiva. Shiva, something mm-hmm. like that. It means repent. Um, and it was like talking about this idea that like, um, we think of our true selves as like our bad selves, like when we messed up, but instead like our true selves are good because like that's how God created us is yeah as good people and um and realizing that when we turn around and do this 180 back towards where we were like when we were those sheep wandering and like we do a 180 like oh crap let's get back to the shepherd okay <laughs> and you're realizing that like you're going back to something really good so like there's a lot to look forward to and like you were saying Kayla how you were feeling like um not full and filled up in your cup and like and sometimes our journey back is, is farther because we've wandered farther. But, like, even when you have a farther journey back, like, there's so many things to look forward to because all those things are going back towards that good mm-hmm. self. And, like, even just a day of that, and, like, it makes you realize, like, how many things are so good. And, like, just one day of, like, turning around and be like, oh, crap. It's like, yeah, like, that's what we're talking about. Like, you got to mm-hmm. mess up sometimes so you can have those kind of little little um, yeah. moments of realization that like okay yeah like there's obviously something i can be doing better that's how we are as humans but it's also so amazing too that like we get this opportunity to do that and so i think like i've been um just like realizing how cool this constant journey is of going through those ups and downs so yeah, yeah. i'm in a good place i hope yeah. good awesome dang yeah bama is awesome so good I think, you know, it's always good to remember that our true self is like the beloved child of God. And like so many times I think we hide, like we were shameful of our, of our, um, of what we think we truly are, but like God designed us to be good and we are good, you know? So keep that in mind, y'all. Good stuff, guys. Yeah. Well, we're getting getting near the end no. here. <laughs> no. I know, I know. <laughs> um, man, is there anything that we should go back to? Anything we haven't talked about that you guys want to jump into before our time is over? Hmm. Or just anything you want to share to encourage everyone <clears throat> listening? Can I do a plug? Sure. Kay is like, gosh dang it. <laughs> <laughs> He's um, gonna tell you to watch Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you should watch Rocky. <laughs> I'm analyzing it a little bit too much. Like I, I literally wake up and play Rocky music before practice oh. or something. It just pumps me up. But anyways, um, so God has brought me um from a crazy place. Um and I feel like I felt convicted recently to speak on shame. And so I talked to Travis about doing a, a, a shame workshop. And so if you're dealing with shame, and, and I will talk about this a little bit at TNW, but if you're dealing with shame or you think you struggle with it or you know someone that's struggling with shame, um, I will be speaking on that on April 13th, which is next Thursday. And so it's at 7 p.m. in the upper room. And just come come listen, come, you know, come discuss with me uh, what it's truly like to have your identity as a child of God. So Super that's my good. plug. 
five bucks a person. That. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this is a for profit. <laughs> <laughs> will there be snacks? Yes, there will be snacks. <laughs> <laughs> Now Dang it, Kaylee. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Grace, you got anything? I got nothing. No. Aiden's just too good. He just got everything already. Oh, no. Really? Not, no. I'm not that good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, guys, thank you both for being here. This was mm. super good. It's good for great. me. I hope it's good for all of you listening. Fill my cup um, over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's all we got today. So download CCH Trine app, follow us on social media. Um, stay in stay in the loop on the things going on with the Take Two podcast. Summer's yes. coming up pretty quick, and so we're going to have some different things coming this summer, but continuing the podcast throughout the summer as well, in some capacity at least. And so we're excited to announce that stuff, hopefully in the near future. And Let's go. Yeah, so again, thank you guys for being here. Mm -hmm. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week. Bye.